0: Hello, you're listening to the Pine Reads Review Podcast. My name's John, I'm one of your hosts, and Pine Reads is an online children and young adult literary publication based at the University of Arizona, run by our wonderful staff of undergraduate interns, like me. We are committed to showcasing a combination of debut diverse and established authors.
1: My name's Wendy and I'm the other co-host, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Pine Reads Review. With all our topics, these are only our personal opinions, and our episodes do possibly contain spoilers for any of the books we talk about. To learn more and read our reviews, blogs, and interviews, visit our website at pinereadsreview.com.
0: Hello, all, and welcome back to the Pine Reeds Review Podcast. I'm John, and I'm joined today by...
1: Wendy. And Jackie.
0: I know, we've got the classic, well, it's now becoming the classic crew here. And today, we're doing something a little bit different from our past couple episodes. We all read the book, Darius the Great is Not Okay, by author Abdeed Koran and we wanna talk about it. Um, We're gonna all kind of talk about the different themes of this book and how our different, how we each perceive this novel differently. Uh, Real quick overview for people that haven't read the book, but obviously, please read the book. Um, Darius is uh, a Portland teenager. Um, You know, his mother is from the city of Yost, and his father, is a German architect. Uh, both living in America, they. He um, of is dealing with themes of identity because he has a Persian heritage. He loves, um, he loves tea. He loves you know. And he also loves nerd culture. He loves watching Star Trek and, um, and reading Lord of the Rings. And he has this very interesting blend of heritage and cultures because he has both his mother's culture and American culture in him. He deals with getting bullied, with uh, not understanding if he's really Persian enough. And through this adventure, he goes back home and he meets his grandparents for the first time in person. And there's a whole lot of stuff that happens. And all of this is of course, while he is dealing with diagnosed depression that his father also deals with and how different cultures view that. Personally, I thought it was a really great novel And I'm going to kind of throw it just to the panels with your thoughts and about um, what you think your favorite you know parts of this book were also um, we will spoil certain parts of this novel so I think I can say for the group if this is a book you're interested in I highly suggest you read it it's not super long so it's a quick read and then please come back to this episode all right and just a
2: slight content warning on depression, and um, is there anything else that we feel like might be triggering?
0: Um, no, I mean, obviously depression is a large part of this book. Um, I mean, also, of course, there is um, his grandpa having the brain. Uh, his grandfather has a brain tumor, which is why they go back to Yast. And so, you know, if you have lost a family member to a disease of some kind, that also could be, make you emotional, and I think something to be aware of, but.
2: So did you want to go first or? Um, uh, I can go
0: first if people want.
2: Okay,
0: All right, I'm Whatever. Gonna this. I'll drive this bus. All right, so uh, my favorite part uh, it really uh, happens when Darius plays soccer with Sarab. Um so for people who don't know, Sarab is a neighbor boy who helps out Darius' grandparents. Um, he is also an outcast in this society um, for cultural reasons, and he and Darius play soccer against some other kids that are kind of like bullies of Sarab or they're at least mean to him. And Darius in this novel is not super athletic. Um, he is described as overweight due to his medication. He is not someone who has ever really liked sports and who, you know, didn't like, and because he saw kind of the people that were liking sports as the kids who bullied him, he saw them as kind of like, a not pointless, but just something that like boring people did. And, and then, you know, he plays soccer, and it turns out he's really good. And he ends up actually, like, um, you know, just wrecking these other kids. And he kind of fall. he, he slowly falls in love with the game. Um, I like this, this uh, section of the book for a couple reasons. Uh, a big part of it is that going into my own personal history, I was very overweight going into high school. I was, like, 230 pounds my freshman year, um, not muscle in case people were worrying, because I am quite tall, so, Um, and I really got into about my, in about my sophomore year, I got really into, like, distance running and biking and that kind of stuff, and that kind of led later on into a love of, like, rock climbing and stuff like that, but, you know, I I also had a hard time making friends, and I kind of fell, found, like, as I started, you know, going on sports teams, I ended up wrestling through high school, um, and my best friend was a wrestler, and, um, you know, the two of us, You know, found like great camaraderie through that because we'd go run afterwards. I think it's part of what led me into the military after high school um, for a time. But I do, I do think you know, a lot of YA novels, um, especially, uh, I feel like a lot of John Green novels. They all kind of look down on people that are athletic and they always see them as the traditional 80s bully stereotype. And don't get me wrong, those kids do exist. In the world, I knew them. Um, I think we all knew them at certain points. But, you know, I do think that a lot of times sports are kind of just seen as a, oh, you do that if you're a jock. But that the camaraderie, the friendship, just like the joy of getting outside, um, and no matter what you're doing, whether you're just going out for a hike or something, is something that, you know, I think should be shown in YA. Obviously, it's not for everyone. But I, there are a lot of benefits to it and at least trying it and trying to get out of your comfort zone and meet people. So I really like that section um, because it, number one, was very personal for me. I think it shows kind of – it does lead – it's a nice turning point in Darius. We get to see him not only become more friends with Straub, but also refine love with a hobby that he had previously lost um, any favor with due to problems with his – Um, with his depression. And so I think that moment, uh, it was just very nice for me. Um, And it was really nice to see as a through line in this novel.
2: I can can relate to that um, idea of um, kind of isolation and like how he really felt a connection with being isolated when he went to Iran, he met sarab and one of my favorite um, scenes within the novel was when he was gifted the jersey, and I was just like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna cry," because he was just—he was so touched, and their connection was so. I really was just like, "Are they gonna? Are they gonna fall in love? Like, what's what's gonna happen? What like, where are we going with this?" And I really appreciated that, like even though I was kind of upset at the same time. I really appreciated that like, he kind of left Iran and like took what he learned there and brought it back and kind of like felt more comfortable in who he was in his high school and his home. And just the part where he was like saying goodbye to his grandparents because it was like, he knew that that was gonna be the last time that he was gonna speak to them. And it was just, it was so touching. I was just crying through the whole thing, basically. And um, just to touch on the setting, um, we don't spend too much time in Portland in the novel, but I think it's interesting, the portrayal of Portland in this novel in comparison to the last book I read a song below water because like the idea of non-white people in a predominantly white space is very interesting because there's a lot of tension and like prejudice. And I think it's important to portray that, especially with what's going on right now. Um, and I just really appreciated like the whole portrayal of depression and familial expectations Um, Because I think with the um, separating and like colliding cultures, there's more similarities in different cultures because like even though I'm not Persian, I can relate with the idea of needing to be a certain way, not speaking the language in um, my Mexican household.
1: Yeah, Yeah, um, I really, really loved this book. I set out like a week for me to read it and then I read it in like a day because it was so good. Um, For me, my favorite, a couple of my favorite scenes were um, when the family travels to Persepolis to look at the um, different ruins there from the past and from ancient Persia. Um, And I really liked how in that scene, he was kind of bonding with Sohrab, but um, he also kind of had a couple moments with his dad and with his grandfather, where he was kind of seeing the world from their perspective with his dad, um, who's an architect, drawing the ruins. um, And I could kind of see inside his dad's mind through Darius's perspective with that and see how um, he would take that back to his job and I think Darius in that scene was learning a lot about himself and his family and he they also made a big point to mention in that scene um, about the origins of his namesake Darius the Great Um, and I think that was a really awesome interaction where they um, had this discussion about Darius the Great and um, how he was related to him by name and by personality a little bit and also how he wasn't um, and how he was different and what made him different and what made him great about himself Um, and so I really liked that scene and then also I enjoyed um, like John was mentioning the soccer scenes because I played soccer when I was younger so it was fun for me to kind of um, anytime I read a book that has soccer in it, and especially in this one, it it was a lot of fun to see how it was portrayed and how it really brought him joy, especially because he hadn't played it in a while and now he was getting a chance to and kind of rediscovering his love for it. And then the travel scenes when they were traveling to Iran in the very beginning, um, I thought that was really well written um, and I really enjoyed kind of following them along on their journey with that. Um, and it was uh, very relatable for anybody who has traveled long distances like that on flights, um, which I have multiple times. And I could totally relate to how tired they were and how um, it was so confusing changing the times. And he called it time traveling multiple times because it, was, it you just get lost and you don't know what day it is. And that was written so well. Um, and then the scene where he, and the airport is pulled aside because he is Persian um, and Persian-American and he's a male. And that one I thought was really well written as well. Um, to It wasn't really um, very in your face about it, but I think that it was great to kind of show that interaction and how um, people possibly viewed him in the airport and especially during this time right now of all the social unrest and things and I think it's just important to remember that um, and kind of to remember our privilege with that um, about how we're viewed in society and in airports and different things like that Um, and I think that scene was written really well as well Um, so I think the whole book was written well I loved it.
0: Yeah, so we kind of right now have already touched on it, but I think one of the main driving point of this novel um, and a lot of the interesting sections from this novel kind of come from the blending and clashing of cultures across this novel. Obviously, um, we see the difference between Darius's Persian culture and American culture. Um, The difference between even Darius and Lele, uh, because Darius had a lot more influences from his dad's side, where Lele seemed to have a lot more influences from his mom's side. Um, of course, there is also Darius's, I would say, like, nerd culture. Somewhat um, observing as a bridge, but also as a different thing. There are a lot of Star Trek and uh, Lord of the Rings references. Uh, I know that he calls a tea kettle Smaug with a terrible. He says he has a hobbit feet on multiple entrances being big. Um, Lord of the Rings references. Uh, Also, in terms of Star Trek, he talks about non-passive failures being a big one, black holes and time travel. Um, He talks also about very specific episodes he and his dad watch at different points. Uh, The airport scene being there are four lights, I I believe is that section. Uh, So there's a lot of references to these different fandoms. Um, Well, not fandoms, just these different touchstone works, Um, which, you know. I thought it was also very interesting because those aren't like newer nerd works, you know, I mean, they're both relatively older. Um, And they come, they sometimes serve as a way to maybe for Darius to describe things. So I kind of just wanted to ask you guys what you think about them, different things, uh, pros and cons of it. One thing I will say uh, in my own experience is I kind of didn't like all the Star Trek references. Like I understand their point in the novel, But especially as someone who has not seen a lot of Star Trek and um, I kind of read this book just just naturally how it worked out sort of piecemealed um, at different points uh, across like a three week interval uh, to finish it. And so, you know, I especially kind of had to find myself being like, wait, what's a non-passive what's a non-passive failure and like, like it kind of forced me to almost like stop and like remember what earlier references were. And as someone who hadn't seen star trek i had to be like okay what is this again and i know it's explained at one point in the novel but just like the constant use of like these certain motifs at certain points did make it a little hard for me because i had to like keep re-remembering what these were in context and then applying them to the situation um you know i think i think you know it does serve a strong characterization of darius and if you probably read this novel in a quicker sense and you remembered what everything meant, it probably served as a great way to explain different emotions and phenomenons. But I personally did find myself struggling there. Um, so,
2: I, I listened to the audiobook, so I definitely, at the beginning, I wasn't sure if I was gonna like the book because of the references and like his language. Um, and how he referred to things was very odd to me at first. I was like, why Why is he using this? Like, I can't remember what he referred to, like, the people he didn't like. Um,
0: Minions of orthodoxy.
2: Yes. And I was like, this is so weird. I don't know. Because he uses different um, terms for every kind of thing, like you said. And I was like. I'm, I'm not really feeling this. I'm kind of, I'm kind of biased. I think it's interesting because I, every time I read books with a male perspective, I feel like I'm harsher on it because I feel like men are portrayed in a certain way. And with the idea of him being depressed and him being portrayed as overweight, I thought it was very interesting how, um, those interacted and I really wish that on the cover we saw him in like his full glory you know what I mean like we rarely see men in YA and we rarely see anybody who's not within like a certain look so I would have loved to see him on the cover and so with the idea of culture blending um I, like I said, I really liked how he was, he went to Iran and he was learning and kind of coming to know where he came from. And I love that idea in novels where um, someone who's been Americanized is kind of displaced in like where their parents come from or where their grandparents come from because in, um, especially within um, Mexican culture, it's kind of like, what generation are you? Are you a first generation American, a second generation American? And then by the time, um, you're a third generation American, you, um, you kind of feel like you've lost all connection with who your grandparents were and kind of like that idea. And, um, the familiar expectations were very, um, were done very well, and I really liked how when it came to him taking his pills, his grandfather was kind of like, you don't, you don't really need those. What is, what is going on? Can, can you just be okay? And I feel like that's something a lot of people can relate to, and I, I really love that.
1: Yeah, um, I definitely agree with all of that. And kind of back to the Star Trek thing a little bit. um, I, too, have not really seen Star Trek very much. I've seen a couple episodes. But um, yeah, so I at first when I started it and he was um, I also haven't really read Lord of the Rings either. So um, I know the references, but not super specific things. Um, So when he started and he was immediately talking about smog um, at the beginning and I was like, oh no, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to understand everything throughout. But um, I think um, whereas John said that he read it um, or listened to it over a longer period of time, I did read it all back to back together. So I think that did help a little bit with understanding this the references and things a little bit more. and throughout, I kind of was getting used to it um, as, I guess, another culture, almost another language, the way that he was um, using all of these terms and things. Um, and then one thing I did want to mention was the repetition of, um, he would, different events would happen, and then he would say, that's normal, right? And I think that was a really interesting way to kind of portray something that is or isn't normal. Um we don't even know what normal is, but, um, different things like, um, um, not remembering an exact instance, but something he cried multiple times in the books. And, and I think in the book, and I think that at one point he had said something about, um, that's normal. Right. And a lot of times uh, men are portrayed as not having emotions or not crying, especially. And so I think that was a really good way to kind of say that and t- it was a good way to, like, get in his head about that, too, Um, and I think that really helped me understand him as a character a lot more, but about the um, culture blending, I enjoyed that aspect um, of it a lot, because I felt like I really got to understand his culture, um, the Persian culture, a lot more, and it's something that I haven't really read about a lot or interacted with. Um, I don't think I know anybody who's Persian, um, so that was something that I really enjoyed getting to kind of see the world through his eyes and see that culture through him Um, and also the difference of being like Jackie was saying like um, a third second or third generation American um, was is a lot different than Sohrab living in Iran and very much immersed in that culture whereas Darius um, kind of Is only halfway immersed and he mentioned a lot of times that he's a fractional Persian Um, and I think that kind of difference between them was one of the things that you could really see when the two characters were together and how they interacted with each other with each other and I really enjoyed that element and then how he interacted with his um, grandparents as well was also very interesting. Um, he Darius loves tea, which I can relate I also love tea but um, he his grandfather had to at one point teach him how to make this Persian tea even though Darius knows and he had been making this tea for years and it's something that he does all the time and kind of seeing his humiliation at having to be taught the tea because he wasn't making it the exact right Persian method of it was a very interesting scene as well and kind of showed the cultural differences, I thought. Um, And then when he brought tea for his grandmother and it was this special tea that he um, liked from this one, Um, really special tea shop, kind of fancier tea, but it wasn't Persian tea. And while his grandmother was uh, really happy and excited and she liked it, his grandfather was kind of a little bit more suspicious about it because it wasn't what he was used to. So seeing how Darius um, interacted with the Persian culture by being there and kind of blending into it a little bit, but also being on the outside and not entirely getting the chance to kind of um, dive right into it he was um, kind of on the outside and a little bit um, I'm not thinking of the right words but um, but the difference of his grandparents seeing his culture um, through his eyes and having to interact with that and his family and his father who is American and kind of that um, juxtaposition of the two cultures together and how they kind of um, go up against one another in this novel and I really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, I think this novel had a lot of um, great moments, and I really liked one thing in this novel, how they would bring up a concept, especially in Persian culture, and then explain it, so you'd have that, like, moment of confusion slightly, and that's probably, I thought that was very emblematic, of probably what Darius' experience was, you know, he would have some slight familiarity with something, he'd be exposed to, like, follow day, or, you know, uh, a different hol- there were the holidays and stuff and the different customs along them, uh, the different architectural places he went to. and then they'd be- and then people would explain that. so it, it felt very much like we were the character because we were getting exposed to something and then getting it explained to something but those initial moments of confusion I felt were very emblematic of Darius's experiences well throughout the novel. So yeah, I will say too, just I do think that all of the references and stuff do give Darius a very strong voice, and it does bring up sometimes, because he explains a lot of the issues he deals with his mental illness in these times of like metaphors through his fandom, which I do think brings in, you know, kind of going into what we wanted to talk about next, um, you know, number one, uh, mental health, how hard it is to talk about it, uh, and that was another part of the book I really connected with um, as someone who was diagnosed with a mental illness while in the military and ultimately having to get discharged from there, you know, uh, due to requiring medication, which is, uh, you know, you're not allowed to be an active service member and be required constant medication because you might not be able to have that medication. During various things but you know there's a big culture shift there not only having to explain to like my superiors and stuff about that but also having family members and stuff that who had last you know really seen me as like a U.S. Marine and be like I'm back for you know weird reasons there's a lot of cultural um, conflicts that I definitely you know remember and that I felt you know there's a, there was a lot of in my own taste like guilt and stuff there that I definitely could sense with Darius when he like hadn't seen his babu uh, his grandfather as much um, and stuff like that I do think that um, this novel kind of touches on that with you know the various uh, depictions of how people see his you know needing medication and stuff like that different stigmatizations especially as a guy I do I do think you know like not talking about your problems and kind of just bottling everything up till it breaks out is something that people are still very much dealing with especially with traditional depictions of masculinity and I think this novel does address it in a very interesting way with some really good scenes and I think it does ultimately have a hopeful message um that you know Darius does eventually I at least I think by the end of the novel he is better off than when he started which I think is something that's you know very important to show people I think that a lot of Past media on this had been like, oh, X, Y, and Z happens and character is fixed forever and they don't need anything. And I think that's something we talked about also in our mental health episode, how that can be a dangerous, you know, we at the end of this novel, we know Darius is still going to struggle. He's still going to have moments, but he's doing better and he's more comfortable taking steps to help himself and he feels more confident. And I think those are kind of the things that slow, gradual increase in quality of life is something that I think is the more accurate depiction of mental health, it, at least in my experiences, and I'll, I'll throw it over to you guys to kind of see what you thought of those scenes, how it was portrayed.
1: Yeah, um, I agree with that completely. And we did talk about that in our mental health episode, um, too. But I think one of the things that stood out to me about um, how the people in Iran kind of interacted with Darius and with his mental illness with depression, um, a lot of times when he would tell them about it, especially when he told his grandfather about it, his grandfather asked, what are you depressed about? And he had to say nothing. It's just the way I am. And his grandfather didn't really understand that. Um, He just said, you have to try harder. The pills won't fix anything. Um, And he was trying to kind of help him in that way or find something um, physical that he could kind of blame a little bit for why Darius was depressed, but it doesn't work like that. So that was something that um, was definitely interesting to see how they were um, addressing it and how Um, Also how Darius and his father both kind of dealt with depression differently. Um, And the scene where they're talking about it at the end was um, kind of heartbreaking, definitely a necessary scene, but I also cried through it, but um, it was really interesting to watch them grow as characters throughout. And as as they started kind of farther away and then these circumstances had to bring them closer together, like um, Darius's bike not being able to work um, because it got stolen and things like that at the beginning. So he had to get rides with his father and he, before that had had these um, scheduled times for interacting with his father. And because of these different things, he now had to interact with his father a lot more than he was used to and had to, they both had to learn how that they can get along and live together and love each other in this way. Um, And love was also another theme that was shown throughout um, with his father. he didn't necessarily agree with everything that Darius did. He had things that he didn't like about Darius, like his weight gain. He was always pushing on him to eat healthier and things like that. Um, But throughout he definitely loved him. And that was just the way that he showed his love for Darius. And then at the end, when he's talking about, um, he didn't want to give him the mental illness of depression, he didn't want him to have that too. And he was so upset that he did have to have that and he had to deal with it too. And, and I just think the way that they both kind of dealt with that and took their pills at the same time, but in different ways. Um, and obviously the book is told through Darius' perspective, so we don't know what his father is thinking. But if I had to guess in those moments, I think that the thoughts would be probably different than Darius's, um, but also more similar than the two characters would probably think. But yeah, so it was definitely an interesting thing to see how mental illness was um, addressed through the Persian culture and through his family and Saurab, um, and how Sohrab dealt with it as well when Darius told him about it and when he had to comfort him for different things um, was, it was, in, it was different than um, how his grandfather had, but there were still elements of the Persian culture in that, um, how Sohrab addressed it, um, but he was learning too. And I think that learning was definitely theme throughout. Um, Everybody was kind of learning about each other and learning how to get along and how to love and interact with each other throughout and with this mental illness as well.
0: One thing real quick on that, one of the things too that at least I've I've been told by like my therapist and psychiatrist and stuff is that like with a, with a lot of mental illnesses, it's obviously not going to fix it, but like healthy diets and eating and exercise can at least help those symptoms because it can help to balance out your hormones and stuff like that. So I always kind of saw that as more his dad trying like in his own way to help Darius with his problems and being like, cause at least from how his dad is portrayed, he seems to be very like fit and athletic and um, you know, and I, I kind of saw that as maybe like one of the ways he helped copes with his depression and maybe he's trying to like, kind of be like, Darius, you should also do these things because it can also help you. Um, and at least that's how I portrayed it. I, I saw it. Um, but anyways, I'll let Jackie speak. Sorry, I just wanted to say that.
2: Oh, no, it's okay. Um, I think you guys both touch on things that I really, I forgot about the book that I really want to like touch on. you reminded me of just the devastation I had at the end with the conversation with his dad. I was bawling. And I think I wasn't a part of the mental health episode, so I'll kind of touch on, like, my experiences. Um, I feel like I really came to, I feel like I don't fully understand my mental health, but I feel like I came to recognize it um between like starting college and high school and like recently it's been just terrible and so reading the novel while I'm kind of struggling with my own depression was kind of difficult and I had a I had issues um kind of getting through it because I was so touched by how he, even though he had depression, he didn't, he wasn't defeated by it, and the fact that he, he always felt like people were against him, but he combated that every single time, and he kind of worked through it in his own way, and even though we kind of like saw our own issues with the Star Trek references, I feel like those were kind of like a coping mechanism. And like his passion for tea was really interesting because like Wendy mentioned, um, kind of introducing his grandma to his type of tea and how his grandfather taught him like the traditional way of making it. It really felt like a metaphor of like, they kind of don't understand each other, but they're meeting in the middle. And like, even though, they don't understand, like, his depression, and he doesn't fully understand Persian culture. They are, I hope that, like, he touches on, um, he being the author, touches on how Darius goes through um, the loss of his grandfather, and, like, how in the sequel, he deals with what happened in the first novel, and, um I thought it was also really interesting that like, he had his own preconceived notions of who his family was going to be in Iran. And how he was like shocked that his grandma loved Abba. And like, he thought he kind of had them boxed in the way people kind of box in Americanized people. And he kind of like kept everyone at arm's length because he wasn't saying soccer, he was saying non-American football or um, things like that. So I thought it was interesting because he kind of separated himself from his dad and he kind of separated himself from his mother's family too. So it was like the isolation was a way for him to kind of say, I'm pushing you away, so if you don't accept me, like, it was my choice first,
1: do you know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely felt that a lot throughout too, and how he was thinking about different things, like, especially when he was in Iran, and he was thinking about his life back in America too, and then um, one thing I wanted to mention as well was the communication throughout, was, I felt, like, very important, I think that one of the things was that he and his father weren't communicating very well. And I think that has to do with what you're talking about, John, with like the exercise and the eating well, because like I didn't have that impression from it. But I think that you're right. And that that was um, exactly why his father is doing that, but that his father wasn't communicating that to Darius. So Darius just felt like his dad was being really hard on him. Um, unfairly and so I think that the communication throughout was important and I think that that's something that Darius kind of learned um, by being in Iran and by interacting with all these different people um, like when he was playing soccer and he got to know the voice that he was playing with there and and then especially with Sohrab how he started communicating with him and telling him um, about himself and about his life back home and um, so I think that was also a very important element, too. But yeah, I definitely agree with you, Jackie.
0: Yeah, I also think uh, one of the cool things about this novel is as Darius kind of grows throughout it, he kind of gets to recontextualize relationships and see things uh, in a better light. Um, You know, he sees his grandparents, as you said, Jackie, in a different light and as more complex people. He sees his own heritage and his family in Persia in a better way. He, of course, um, you know, has a greater understanding with his dad and of Sirab as the novel goes on. In fact, you know, he thinks Shirab is one way, then another way, then back to the first way after some incidents. But another thing, too, is that when he comes back to Portland, it's kind of a small thing. But that kid, Chip Cusimano, one of the kids who he thought was bullying him, who kind of did. I mean, at least from how it seemed, and this will kind of go into our, you know, what we think the sequel will be. Um, you know, Chip and him, you know, they have a conversation about what it was like for him to go back to Yazd, how, you know, like, stuff about his heritage, and, like, it kind of seems like there's a friendship there, and that the kid's at least semi-cool, and that he and Darius could be friends, and that, you know, there were, oper- you know, I think that Darius, you know, this new Darius post his trip um, is more willing to accept people and see and communicate better with the world around him, which I thought was kind of like his character growth. So uh, kind of want to talk to you guys. Um, the sequel to this book is coming out August 25th. For people that don't know, uh, we will be doing a talk of the review and how we think we blend blended into this book, part of the reason we did this episode. Uh, so for listeners who want to read it, you should because we will talk about it um yeah so what do you guys think you know what what do you want addressed in the sequel what do you think would be cool you know where do you where do you want this story to go we none of us have read the sequel at least from what i understand right all right no nope, none of us have, none of us got an advanced copy yeah. yet i don't know i don't know how deep your literary connections go maybe y'all know some people i don't um so, yeah, just what do you guys kind of want to see in the sequel? What Where do you think it would go? What do you think would be interesting to address, kind of knowing where this story left off? Um, and I'll say I'm a little surprised there even is a sequel. I'm, I'm excited because I like Darius as a character, but I did feel like this story kind of naturally ended. So.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I also felt I – Knew there's a sequel when I was reading the book, um, but at the end of the book, this book, I felt surprised as well because I also felt like it it wrapped itself up and I was satisfied with the ending of it. But one thing that I do want to see in the sequel is um, his interactions with Sorab in the future. Um, I think it said on Goodreads that he um, emails with him all the time, but I kind of. I don't know if it'll happen. It probably won't, but I would love it if Sohrab came to America to visit him. Um, and we got to see his view of it and how he's interacting with the different things. Um, Of America and how it's different for him um, because it's kind of that reverse situation um, from the first book but um, I don't know if that's in there not just something that I'd love Um, but something that I did see on Goodreads um, about the sequel is that Darius gets his first boyfriend um, in the sequel and so he's trying to kind of figure out life and how um, things how his life is different now um and he it sounds like things are going great for him but then he starts kind of experiencing different things and questioning different elements of his life like with the friendship with Chip um he it sounds like he starts um questioning his relationship with Landon maybe things aren't as great as he hoped maybe he Um, wants to have some kind of relationship with Chip. But something that I do want to see in the sequel um, is Darius playing soccer with um, his American teammates and how he kind of thinks that that is different um, from playing soccer in Iran um, or non-American football. Um, And I want to see those interactions and how he's treated on the team, um, what position he plays. I mean, that's kind of super specific, but that's like a curiosity thing for me. Um, but different things like that. Um, so, and then the other thing that I want to see is how he's different after this whole adventure in the first book and after this trip to iran how his family relations are different with his mom after seeing her heritage and her grandparents with his sister um i mean i think that won't change a whole lot. But with his sister getting older, maybe how things are changing with that dynamic between them. And then especially with his dad, um, how they're both kind of acting around each other because obviously things are going to be different. He probably would want to spend a little bit more time with him than just watching Star Trek with him at night. Um, or different things like that so I definitely want to see those family relationships and how the dynamics are different now and then how he's interacting with the world and how that's different and with these other classmates and all of that just how he's changed Um, and yeah that's I'm really looking forward to it I'm excited. I am looking forward to all the
2: things I just reread the synopsis because it was like he doesn't have a boyfriend. I want to see it, but he does. I'm ready. I'm ready for this love triangle. Like there's going to be a love triangle between him, his boyfriend and Chip. And I'm ready for it because at the end, I was like, okay, he's not Whisper Up. We love platonic relationships. But then the whole scene with Chip, I was like, make, make it happen, make it happen. And um, I kind of just want to see his relationship with his mom kind of come to the forefront because I think he he only really talked to her um, a little bit. And it was a really deep scene where she was like, I'm sorry for not te- teaching you the language and I'm sorry for, she's just apologizing. And I kind of just want to see their connection more and just see how Darius goes through Kind of his shift in his confidence and like if that um takes a dip at all and kind of show how like depression is kind of like a roller coaster and not so much something that's like oh i'm okay for six months at a time or you know like how does he personally deal with it
0: yeah so um real quick to uh, me saying I didn't think there would be a sequel I, I think it's a good thing about the novel I like it when novels feel complete one of my big critiques of my last novel that I read on the podcast was a lot of points seemed to not get finished and the story didn't seem to naturally end. it seemed like it was setting up for a novel which leaves you when you finish book one not feeling complete um, so I did like this. Felt like a complete story, but yeah, I really, I actually had not read the synopsis. I did not know that romance came into this, but I am very excited because I think that dating while dealing with a mental illness, especially when you're young, is something that, you know, a lot of people have to deal with the kind of like partner pressures and stuff that can that can bring. Um, how to deal with other people who have a mental illness while you're dating them, you know, that kind of stuff. And so I'm really excited for it. I, I'm i excited because it does seem like the sequel is treading into new grounds with Darius uh, as a character, which I find really, which I'm very excited about. Uh, it's not more of the same. It's a different thing. And then obviously yeah, I, I do want to see how his life in America has changed now that he's been to Persia. Uh, and I'd also like to see just how he interacts with his heritage, uh, especially because in the book they talked about, you know, when they would meet with the other, other Persian um, Americans for different festivals and stuff like that. So I'd like to see how he interacts with them. Um, hopefully, you know, now that he's been to Persia and experience knows a lot more about the culture and has seen the pl- some of the places and like the traditional heritage. So, you know, that's really uh, what I'd like to uh, hear. Um, so, with that, guys, we've uh, we've finished up another episode of the Pine Reads Review Podcast. Uh, Join us in another two weeks when we will be talking uh, intersectionality, Uh, and I think we'll be reading a variety of novels for that one, so we'll have a nice breadth of stuff to talk about. Um, As always, visit the website, see the different reviews, blogs, author interviews, and other stuff, other smorgasbord of content that uh, these fine people I work with um, do, Uh, and always, keep reading
1: thanks for listening the pine reads review podcast is hosted by john Pressel, wendy waltrip and jackie balbastro and produced by myself hannah miller music from anchor podcasts you can find us at pinereadsreview.com or follow us on twitter and instagram at pine reads review as always keep reading folks